1: Gives that clarity, and he confirms it, and and you know that you know, God is leading me to make this change. Well, then be obedient and make the change. But until He does that, you better keep doing what you're doing. Be faithful where you are, until He gives you new orders. See, a lot of times we we need to think of this in that manner. Do you see this? If He has not given you new orders, then you. Sh- You need to keep obeying the orders you've been given. You need to keep doing what you're doing until he gives you clear instructions about what to do next.
0: Wait for God's marching orders. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he reminds us to stay faithful and obedient to where God has called us. Unless God specifically tells us to make a change or go in another direction, we are to continue doing the work he has given us. Stay faithful in obeying his orders for your life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Your Creator intends... To complete you. He intends to perfect you. And he says that should be your focus, not all the stuff that's temporary. Not th- and, and again, that's not to say that we pretend it doesn't matter at all, right? Is that what I'm saying? Please do this, that you understand me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to work tomorrow. I'm not saying that you should run for the hills, quit your job and buy a cabin in Wyoming, and let's all go out there. To- that's not what I'm... It's not what I'm saying. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Speaking of that, a little, can I give you a little aside? Now, well, listen, this is important because I encounter so many people that don't, it's, you know, the, you get unhappy at what you're doing and you think, man, I just don't want to do this anymore. I think I'm going to, you know, I just don't want, I'm going to go do this over here because I'm not happy doing this. That's not a reason to stop doing what God has you doing. But how do you know God has me doing it? Because you're doing it. If he knows everything and he's sovereign and then, you know, and you and you're just now learning this principle, then I know he has you doing what you're doing right now. Now, he may very well give you clarity and confirmation, give you instructions to make a change. If he gives you clear leading, clear instructions to, to make a change, you know, he puts it on your heart that this is not what you need to be doing anymore, that you need to make this move. And he gives that clarity, and he confirms it, and and you know that you know, God is leading me to make this change. Well, then be obedient and make the change. But until he does that, you better keep doing what you're doing. Be faithful where you are until he gives you new orders. See, a lot of times we we need to think of this in that manner. Do you see this? If he has not given you new orders, then you You need to keep obeying the orders you've been given. You need to keep doing what you're doing until he gives you clear instructions about what to do next. That's so important, and it brings such peace, right? Oh, but I'm miserable. Well, sorry about that. Suck it up. I spent 15 years miserable in the city of Miami. I did not want to be here. Wanted so badly to be somewhere else. Begged God to let me move to Copenhagen, Denmark. You know, I love Denmark. Beautiful place. I thought I would just, it just seemed like a dream to me, you know, to be able to move there with my wife and, and live there and her mom and dad wouldn't be too far away and, you know, and, and yada, yada, yada. And then one day it hit me. What a disaster that would be if I did that. It would have been easy and it would have been terrible. I don't even speak Danish. That's a difficult language. So I've got to learn Danish. My kids are going to be saying stuff to me. I don't even know what they're saying. And, you, know, you understand all these implications and I'm like, oh man, Lord, and then I began to see what he wanted to do here and all the blessing and I began to understand it. But you see, what I'm, you see how long, if I had bailed out at any point along the way, I would have suffered big time and my wife would have suffered and my children would have suffered. Everybody tracking with this, the repercussions, God would not have been suffering. I mean, he would have been sad over my stupid decisions but I would have been the one, me and my family, suffering the consequences of my rebellion. Save yourself some grief, do what he gives you to do until he gives you something new to do. That's a great principle to follow. Even when it gets ugly, even when it gets difficult, even when everything seems to be flying apart, none of it surprises God. Do you realize that with human history, things are getting worse and worse and worse? I mean, we've, we've, I'm looking at what's going on right now in our world, there's chaos in our country. You know, you guys know, I shared it earlier, you know, my, with my work with law enforcement, I become aware, all the police officers that are being killed, you see that there was another one ambushed this week, I mean, not just killed in a, it's bad enough when, you know, the, a domestic violence situation like happened last week and an officer gets killed trying to protect some woman that's being regularly beaten. But this was just an ambush, guy pumped. you know, deputy sheriff in Texas pumping gas at the gas pumps. And this guy walks up and shoots him in the head. Ambush. Was it like day before yesterday, I think? Now my my point of bringing that up is it's indicative of a greater problem in our society. That there's, there's more and more chaos. There's more and more disrespect for law. Disrespect for authority. Am I standing here saying that all cops are perfect? No, we just established a moment ago there are no perfect human beings. Well, that goes for law enforcement too. But there has to be some kind of order. Romans chapter 13 says God has established that. We have to respect the order that he's established. We have to, but see, there's not. And so things are, listen to me carefully. This is not going to be encouraging. Things are going to get worse and worse. But that's not a cause for you to freak out because God is still on the throne. He is still all powerful. And he intends to use you in this overall thing. And that's why Peter says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and rest your hope fully upon your pension. No. And I, I hear people doing that. Listen, I'm, I had a guy tell me not long ago, listen, this place, man, this place is out of control. So as quick as I can, as soon as I retire, I'm out of here. I'm like, oh, where are you going? Pluto? You think you're getting away from this? I mean, you might find a place somewhere that's a little more but I grew up in a place that looked really idyllic, you know? Perfect neighborhood, looking at it from the outside. Everything you find in South Beach, we had behind closed doors, in the dark, hidden away where you couldn't see it. At least down here, it's in the open. There's no getting away from this. Well, then how how do we fight it? What do we do? You get on your knees, that's what. You get on your knees and you live it out. That's what Peter's saying. Many of you, you're not living it out. You're talking about it and you're pretending, but you're not, you're not living this out. He says, be holy. See, the idea in this passage is you, you, we, you and I have to start thinking like warriors, not Sunday go to meeting Christians that put on a show for one another. That's not going to fly. As things get worse and worse on this planet, that's not going to work. Listen, every time you read about the fact that the church is shrinking in the United States, don't you believe it. Let me tell you what's happening. The Bible says that you know, that there are sheep and goats. Well, the goats, they're like, I'm out of here. The, the ones that never really believed, the ones that never really had a relationship with God, never really trusted God, never really knew God, the ones that, that are kind of half-hearted about it, they're the ones that are going to be leaving. John says, they, listen, they go out from us because they were never part of us. Don't be discouraged by those statistics. That's exciting, actually, because it's, it's waking people up. It's becoming less and less popular to be a Christian, to actually stand for, the, you know, Jesus Christ and the, the Scriptures. And you and I need to be very careful that we do that and that we do it in the way Peter, as a matter of fact, said we should do it in the Scriptures with gentleness and respect. Gentleness and respect. Don't bend. Don't back down. But don't be obnoxious. You see what I mean? If people are going to be offended with you, let them be offended with you about what the book says, not about how you say it. And there is a difference. You don't have to be contentious. You don't have to be confrontational. You don't have to be ugly. But you do have to be holy. We need to stand up. We We need to start living what we say we believe. And he's calling us to spiritual battle. Paul wrote to Timothy about this. 2 Timothy 2, verse 3, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Do you understand what he's saying there? We're not talking about forming a Christian militia. No, what we're talking about is a spiritual army committed to serving Jesus in the prayer closet, and in any other way that He gives us, you know, like, like helping your neighbor, being there for these people that, you know, maybe they, even, the, even the ones, that maybe especially the ones who speak negatively about your work.
0: As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you'd like to hear more messages from Pastor Robert, visit our website, mainthingradio.com. You'll also be able to learn more about Pastor Robert Fountain, the Ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we're featuring Pastor Chuck Smith's autobiography, A Memoir of Grace. Pastor Chuck shares his journey, the highs and lows, and how looking back offered a great perspective on how God had had a hand in his life. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.